history and our history. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Mystery in Our History podcast, where we take an in-depth look at all things urban legend and conspiracy theory related and how they came to be. I'm J.R. Supa, that's Chris Barry, and here we go. Here we go. So, uh, this week, <clears throat> we're, it's pretty much Christmas. We, we film these or, and record these in advance. Uh, so instead of a hard seltzer, J.R. is going to be drinking Coquito. Okay. Which, uh, for those of you who don't know what Coquito is, uh, commonly known as Puerto Rican eggnog or Hispanic eggnog, um, it's freaking delicious. Nice. I never heard of it or tried it, so. It's like a coconut and cinnamon spiced beverage with um, milk base and then rum. Lots and lots and lots and lots of rum. I do like <laughs> me some rum, so. So I'll probably still not be able to pronounce anything, but I shouldn't be as gassy as I usually am. Perfect. Yeah. And also, since it's so close to Christmas, we thought we would give one of the most festive topics for this week's podcast. (laughs) So last episode, we discussed Pizzagate and how most government officials in Washington are pedophiles and human traffickers, allegedly. Alleged. Alleged. Allegedly. Um... But really, Pizzagate was a crazy conspiracy theory, and like we said last episode, mainstream media outlets have labeled it debunked. But if it's debunked, why was there a guy named Jeffrey Epstein telling people he had an island where a lot of famous people allegedly went to partake in sexual activity with underage children? And then, after that same man was in prison, did he wind up, why did he wind up dead? Surrounded by a ton of questions and not a whole lot of answers. Yep. Found dead and 10 days before trial. That's not at all fishy. Mm -hmm. Well, lucky for you guys, that's what the topic of this week's episode is. Merry Christmas. So let's dive in. (laughs) Now, this is going to be airing after Christmas. This is probably going to be closer to like New Year's or right after New Year's or something like that. But uh, happy holidays. Yeah. Let's talk about pedophilia. (laughs) (laughs) jeez oh man all right so epstein has actually been in the public eye for being a creep anyway ever since 2005 when police in palm beach florida began investing him after a parent complained that he had sexually abused her 14 year old daughter Uh, Epstein pled guilty and was convicted in 2008 by a Florida state court uh, for procuring an underage girl for prostitution and for soliciting a prostitute. Yes, very nice. Yeah, so so gross. (laughs) He served almost 13 months in custody, but with extensive work release. He was convicted of only these two crimes as part of a plea deal. Federal officials had, in fact, identified 36 girls, some as young as 14 years old, whom Epstein had sexually abused. Disgusting. And 
just as a side note too this is why i hate our current legal system it's like one of those it, it, it's pay to play kind of thing like if you have the money or if you're well connected you're basically innocent no matter what 13 months for charges like that is so it's such a joke it gets even better actually or worse yeah. depending on your point of view yeah because on june 30th 2008 after Epstein pleaded guilty to a state charge, one of two, for procuring prostitution, a girl below the age of 18, he was sentenced to 18 months in prison. Now, while most convicted sex offenders in Florida are sent to state prison, Epstein was instead housed in a private wing of a Palm Beach County stockade and, according to the sheriff's office, was after three and a half months allowed to leave the jail on work release for up to 12 hours a day six days a week. This contravened the sheriff's own policies, requiring a maximum remaining sentence of 10 months and making sex offenders ineligible for the privilege. He was allowed to come and go outside of specified release hours. So, obviously, not to make light of any of this, but pieces of shit like this honestly deserve to be put on blast and deserve no rest or peace, even after they're dead. Uh-huh. So, have you seen the interview, basically, okay, so, so, he was interviewed, and I say, I say interview because we don't interrogate rich people in America. That's fair. Um, but I digress. Uh, he was interviewed, and one of the questions was, uh, that they asked him was, you have been described as having a small egg-shaped penis, is that correct? <laughs> and just like the way he looks at the paper, like, cause he like, he like, cause he's not looking at anything at that point. And then he like picks up papers and looks down at them really angrily and sees it on paper. <laughs> he just gets so like, he just gets so angry and bent out of shape over it. It's really funny. Yes or um, no, egg dick. Yes yeah, or no. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> literally if you just put in Google, like Jeffrey Epstein followed by egg shaped penis, a video pops right up immediately go That's watch amazing. it do yourself a favor and watch it because it's enjoy. hilarious enjoy that one's on us yep <laughs> now epstein's cell door was often left unlocked and he had access to the attorney room where a television was installed for him <laughs> before he was moved to the stockade's previously unstaffed infirmary he worked at the office of a foundation he had created shortly before reporting to jail he dissolved it after he had served his time, oh. which means he literally created it so that he can get out of prison and go not be in prison. Yep. He made a job to go work yes. and not be in jail. It's a so, oh. giant middle finger to the justice system, and they just let him get away with it. But I yep. digress. The sheriff's office received $128,000 from Epstein's nonprofit to pay for the costs of extra services being provided during his work release. So mm. he essentially paid for himself to mm. do whatever he wanted. How interesting. Weird. His office was monitored by permit deputies whose overtime was paid by Epstein. Mm. They were required to wear suits and checked in welcome guest, quote unquote, at the quote unquote front desk. Later, the sheriff's office said these guest logs were destroyed per the department's <laughs> record retention rules. Although, inexplicably, the stockade visitor logs were not. He was allowed to use his own driver to drive him between jail and his office and other appointments. Because why oh. would you need a police escort? 
Yeah, not at all. It sounds to me like prison was really tough on him, mm-hmm. and he learned his lessons, and he's sorry, and he's reformed to go back into society. I think you're right, Chris. <laughs> now, Epstein served almost 13 months before being released for a year of probation on house arrest until August 2010. While on probation, he was allowed numerous trips on his corporate jet to his residencies in Manhattan and the U.S. Virgin Islands, also known as Pedophile Island. Mm -hmm. He was allowed long shopping trips and to walk around Palm Beach for, quote-unquote, exercise. Yeah. Now that that really sounds like someone who is incarcerated, so I don't know what anyone's issue with that would be. I mean, you're he's right. doing he's doing hard time. He's yeah, doing hard absolutely. time. I I don't see the issue. Walking around on the beach. I don't. This, I, my opinion, Epstein gets a bad rap, but we're going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> After a contested hearing in January 2011 and an appeal, he stayed registered in New York State as a level three, also known as high risk of repeat offense sex offender, a lifelong designation. At that hearing, the Manhattan District Attorney argued unsuccessfully that the level should be reduced to a low-risk level 1. Let me me read that again, okay? Mm -hmm. At the hearing, Mm -hmm. the Manhattan District Attorney argued that the level should be reduced to a low-risk level 1. Yeah. After but something that was denied so- by the judge. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a lifelong thing. Mm-hmm. So this guy is getting it argued down even on something that's just supposed to be permanent. Not by his lawyer. Yeah. By the district attorney, the guy that's supposed to be arguing for the level three. Right. Right. Ugh. Despite oppositions from Epstein's lawyer that he had a quote-unquote main home in the Virgin Islands, the judge confirmed he personally must check in with the New York Police Department every 90 days. Through Ep- Though Epstein had been a level 3 registered sex offender in New York since 2010, the New York Police Department never enforced the 90-day regulation. Hmm. Though, noncompliance is a felony. Oh, weird. Again, it just must be so convenient and nice... To just have this money, thus having just a completely just different justice system mm-hmm. to live under. You know, as long as you can pay off everyone that you're in trouble with, it doesn't really matter, does and, it? And they say money doesn't buy happiness. God damn it, dude. That's so crazy. But let's jump ahead. Because yeah. we're not we're not here to talk about his success in business that made him a billionaire. We're here to because <laughs> he's like the biggest scumbag to ever walk the earth. Yeah. Or at least one of them. So let's jump ahead. January 2015, a 31-year-old American woman, Virginia Roberts, now Virginia Jufri, I believe is how that's pronounced, alleged in a sworn affidavit that at the age of 17, she had been held as a sex slave by Jeffrey Epstein. She further alleged that he had and British socialite Gislaine, Gizzy Lane, something like that, Maxwell, Jizzy Lane is, I think, more appropriate, actually. I had trafficked her, <laughs> Had trafficked her to several people, including Prince Andrew and retired Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz. More like Dershowitz. Roberts also claimed that Epstein, Maxwell, and 
others had physically and sexually, sexually abused her. Roberts alleged that the FBI may have been involved in a cover-up. She said she had served as Epstein's sex slave from 1999 to 2002 and had recruited other underage girls. Prince Andrew, Epstein, and Dershowitz all denied having had sex with Roberts. Dershowitz, Dershowitz took legal action over the allegations. Here we go, starting to trip up on words already. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's kicking in, Coquito's kicking in. <laughs> Roberts filled a defamation, oh, sorry, filled. Roberts filed a defamation <laughs> lawsuit against Dershowitz, claiming he purposefully made, quote, false and malicious defa defamatory <laughs> statements about her. <laughs> a a you got this. I have faith in you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> a diary purported to belong to Roberts was published online. Epstein entered an out-of-court settlement with Roberts, as he had done in several other lawsuits. Yep. And if anyone's not keeping track at home, currently this year in 2019, um, Prince Andrew has taken, basically has stopped serving all of his royal duties. Um, and has basically stepped out of the public spotlight because another case came up with pictures and everything and all this good stuff um you should have seen the interview dude it was embarrassing for him i was, saw the interview yeah him just it trying to be like that's not thing. me it was the greatest thing ever uh yeah he was just, just like that's not me and they're like no that's you and he was just like and it's just like yeah well, I, but how are you do what do you know his defense i love his defense against the picture that showed him like all sweaty and and whatever his defense was, I had surgery and I didn't sweat at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> weird. He's just so weird. Um, the best also, part, though, the, the queen, he wanted to do the interview and the queen was, was all for it. She was like, I'm, I got his back. I give permission. Let him do mm -hmm. it. Then he did the interview and the queen was like, okay, you're going to take a step back and, and you're not going to uh, do any of your royal duties anymore. And yep. then, like, a week later, he was, like, stripped of his title and, like, everything. And now he's not. He just has – he gets to keep his house. That's it. Yeah. Good. Good. He's garbage. Absolutely. Also, Maxwell is still at large. Yes, That's another, like, big As problem of this that moment. we have. As of this moment, she is still free on the loose. Known publicly, even, at this point, because it's been linked to Epstein. Mm -hmm. But yet, no one's talking about it, and no one's doing anything about it. Yeah. So that's something to consider. Well, think about this. After this whole incident, there were a total of five other cases against Epstein between 2015 and 2019. And other people named in these suits include President Donald Trump. Indeed. Indeed. There's, there's even that video from 92 where they're both... Uh, 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 what's what's the way to say it? Talking shop about women? Yeah, it's yeah. Is that the anyway. grabber in the pussy thing? No, that's no, a that's different, a different thing, right? That's, that's just a whole Trump different being a fucking thing. idiot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now on July sixth, twenty nineteen, Jeffrey Epstein was arrested at Teterboro Airport in New Jersey on sex trafficking charges, and he was jailed at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York City which has held prisoners such as John Gotti, El Chapo, and Paul Manafort. Yep. Sounds like some uh, pretty 
Sounds like a pretty big correctional facility. A lot of big names being held there, so. Yeah. It's either that or it's really uh, cushy. <laughs> well, you know, look how it worked out for him in Florida, so. <laughs> According to the witnesses and sources on the day of his arrest, about a dozen FBI agents forced open the door to his Manhattan townhouse, the Herbert N. Strauss house, which with search warrants. The search of his townhouse turned up evidence of sex trafficking and also found, quote, hundreds and perhaps thousands of sexually suggestive photographs of fully or partially nude females, end quote. Some of the photos were confirmed as those of underage females. In a locked safe, compact discs were found and handwritten labels including the descriptions, quote, young name plus name, end quote, end quote, miscellaneous nudes one, end quote, or quote, girls picks nude, end quote. Also found in the safe were $70,000 in cash, 48 diamonds, and a fraudulent Australian passport which expired in 1987 that had Epstein's photo but another name. The passport had numerous entrance and exit stamps, including entrance stamps that allowed the use of the passport to enter, enter France, the United Kingdom, and Saudi Arabia in the 80s. The passport showed his place of rev- residence as Saudi Arabia, According to his attorneys, Epstein had been advised to acquire the passport because, quote, as an affluent member of the Jewish faith, he was in danger of being kidnapped while traveling abroad. Yep, bullshit. He was in danger of getting caught, so he needed a false trail to leave. He yep. basically he basically had a bug out bag in his safe, just all locked up, ready mm-hmm. to go uh, for when, you know, before he got caught, but he wasn't smart enough to get out before then, so... Uh, it's the good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Now, on July 8th, prosecutors with the Public Corruption Unit of the Southern District of New York charged him with sex trafficking and conspiracy to traffic minors for sex. The grand jury indictment alleges that, quote, dozens of underage girls were brought into Epstein's mansions for sexual encounters. Judge Kenneth Mara was de- was to decide whether the non-prosecution agreement that protected Epstein from the more serious charges should still stand. Yeah. And, uh, you know, next to a judge doing the right thing when money is involved, uh, stands a unicorn. (laughs) And that's a pretty rare sight. So, yeah. Epstein's lawyers urged the court to allow Epstein to post bail, offering to post up to $600 million bond, including $100 million from his brother Mark, so he could leave jail and submit to house arrest in his New York City mansion. U.S. District Judge Richard M. Berman denied the request on July 18th, saying that Epstein posed a danger to the public and a serious flight risk to avoid persecution. Give these people a slow clap, will you? Because good on them. It's, yes, seriously. It's crazy how everything went right all the way up to this point, and then then the legal system actually kicked in and worked for once and didn't release them, even though money was literally being shoveled at the court system. Like, yeah. I'm honestly shocked that the system didn't just take $600 million for bail and just be like, oh, I don't know. Right? Let them walk. That's that's good money. That's crazy talk is what it is. Yeah. All right. Now, on July 30, uh, sorry, <laughs> July 32nd, <laughs> on July 23rd, Epstein was found injured and semi-conscious at 1.30 a.m. on the floor of his cell. 
with marks around his neck that were suspected to be the result of either a suicide attempt or an assault. His cellmate, former New York City police officer Nicholas Tartaglione, who is charged with four counts of murder, was questioned about Epstein's condition. He denied having any knowledge of what happened. Epstein himself said he, recoll he recollected nothing. According to NBC News, two sources said that Epstein might have tried to hang himself. A third said the injuries were not serious and could not have uh, and could have been staged. And a fourth source said that an assault by his cellmate had not been ruled out. That's crazy. I uh, I remember when this happened too because they took him out of the prison and had him checked at the hospital, um, and and basically had him looked over and make sure like he wasn't. In, in any risk and then when they brought him back i'm sure we'll get into it but when they brought him back he was on suicide watch and solitary all that crazy stuff so um however i will throw out there though there is a conspiracy that stems from that that he was swapped out at the hospital and set free or shipped to another country and they put a patsy in the cell hmm. and they i hadn't heard that but that's actually pretty fucked up yeah, so he could still in be my large. in my mind, there's a possibility this creep still alive, and and well, that's not cool. Nope. Where's the body? I want to see the body. Yeah, well, we can we get into that because I actually added, I, I put something at the end here where we could talk about that because right. there was a there was a picture of the body. We can well, talk about that. Yeah, but all right, we're jumping ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. On August 29th. 2019 following epstein's death 10 days prior because if you unless you've been living under a rock everybody knows epstein died in his cell mm -hmm. the uh, alleged suicide and blah 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 and yada 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 so right. following his death 10 days prior the case against epstein was closed after judge berman dismissed all sex trafficking charges However, he also signaled support for Epstein's accusers. Prosecutors objected to the ruling and signaled they would continue an investigation for potential co-conspirators. Yep. And, and we go right back to the legal system just not working. And until today, literally today, I found it, there has not been a single update on this story as far as I know. He died and then the story died right after. Um, there was one other update. The official and then investigation, I saw one... you mean? Yeah. The official yes. story. Yeah. Yes. And here we are. Those are the broad, the broad strokes. Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> that lead us into one of the biggest conspiracies since Pizzagate. Did Jeffrey Epstein actually kill himself in his cell? The general consensus of many conspiracy theorists is no. And the general consensus of many just people is no. Um, but all major forms of law enforcement are saying, yes, he did. Sound familiar? Mm -hmm. Let's look at the circumstances surrounding his death. Well, why would we look at that? I mean, there's nothing fishy about it. We just move on and forget about it like good little civilians. That's right, Chris. We don't look at it. You're right. You know what? You're right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Mystery in Our History podcast. <laughs> Signing off. That's right. No. Fuck that noise. <laughs> no. Let's seriously. look into this. Yeah. 
The jail informed the Justice Department when Epstein was placed in the Special Housing Unit, SHU, that he would have a cellmate and then a guard would look into the cell every 30 minutes. These procedures were not followed on the night he died. On August 9th, Epstein's cellmate was transferred out and no new replacement cellmate was brought in. And remember, that is, what, uh, 20 days before his death, I'm sorry, 10 days before his death. Yep. Right? Yes, 10 days. The evening of his death, Epstein visited with his lawyer before returning to the SHU at 7.49 p.m. Video evidence shows that the two guards failed to perform the required institutional count at 10 p.m. Internal evidence shows guard Tova Noel briefly walking by Epstein's cell at 10.30, the last time the guards entered the tier his cell was located on. Throughout the night, in violation of the jail's normal procedure, Epstein was not checked every 30 minutes. The two guards... I know. The two guards who were assigned to check his cell overnight, Tova Noel and Michael Thomas, fell asleep, quote-unquote, fell asleep at their desk for about three hours. Two cameras in front of Epstein's cell also malfunctioned that night. Another camera had footage which was, quote-unquote, unusable. Like, why is it, quote-unquote, unusable, first off? That's my first question always. And this is all just too convenient. You know what I mean? The odds of everything working out like this just doesn't happen. This was planned. This was simply this was planned. Perhaps. Yeah, alleged. This was allegedly planned. <laughs> it's fucking planned. As the guards. <laughs> Again, so worked Jesus. up. As the guards were distributing breakfast in the morning around 6.30 a.m., Epstein was found unresponsive in cardiac arrest in his cell. In what was initially, initially reported as an apparent suicide, he was found in a kneeling position with a bed sheet. And just an aside, Epstein's possession of a bed sheet was against jail protocol. Well, just another thing that doesn't add up. That's odd. But the bed sheet was wrapped around his neck. The sheet was also tied to the top of his bunk. At 6.33 a.m., the alarm was pulled, and a supervisor arrived, to whom Noel said Epstein hung himself. Well, yeah. I mean, at a glance, and not knowing what happened, I would have said the same thing when help arrived. But just seeing that, you'd be like, oh, they fucking killed themselves. Yeah. Now, he was rushed to the hospital, where he's pronounced dead on August 10th, 2019. His body was transported to the medical examiner's office soon after... And the news of his death was posted on 4chan about 38 minutes before ABC broke the news. If it was posted by a first responder, as it had been speculated, it would likely be a violation of privacy law. As of August 2019, the poster is still unidentified. And the review is ongoing. Oh yeah, and that happens a lot on there, shockingly. Like, good and bad things with the territory of anonymous picture boards. Mm Mm-hmm are there so yeah that that was i remember just seeing screen caps of it like the day it happened i was just like holy shit yeah well following an autopsy epstein's body was claimed by an unidentified associate later revealed to be his brother mark on september 5th 
Epstein's body was buried in an unmarked grave next to those of his parents at the I.J. Morris Star of David Cemetery in Palm Beach, Florida. The names of his parents were also removed from their tombstone in order to prevent vandalism. It just feels like a cover-up, man. Every single inch of that story you told sounds like a cover-up. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. However, I think it's hilarious that they think that having three unmarked graves right next to each other won't be able to be found. Right. <laughs> and vandalized. Right. Like, yeah. just look for the three unmarked graves right next to each other. Right, exactly. Chances are it's Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> we are not saying to go vandalize anything. No, no. Please. An autopsy on Epstein's body was conducted on August 11th by New York City's chief medical examiner, Barbara Sampson. Epstein's lawyers sent pathologist Michael Baden to personally observe the city's autopsy. Following the autopsy, the medical examiner's office reported that Epstein had hanged himself with a sheet from his bed. On August 14th, unofficial sources reported that broken bones were found in Epstein's neck, although this can occur in the suicide of the elderly. They are said to be more common in victims of homicide by strangulation, though multiple studies have found different percentages for both manners of death. Epstein's lawyers released a joint statement following the report of the medical examiner, expressing that they are not satisfied, challenging the conclusion, and saying that more complete response was forthcoming. They also indicated that the defense team fully intends to continue its own independent and complete investigation into the circumstances and cause of their client's death, including taking legal action if necessary to view the pivotal camera footage near his cell during the night of his death. They later said that the evidence concerning Epstein's death was far more consistent with murder than suicide. Yep. So, all right. My favorite thing about this um, story in general is that people are paying attention finally, um, and which isn't very common. And I hate to say it or even be put into a position where I give this man any credit, but our president has been calling out news stations for reporting what is only good for handlers or for making themselves look good and not sticking to facts or getting, uh, you know, or, and basically that got people asking questions and looking further into things and why things aren't adding up. Um, you know, and then all these official reports come out and they just kind of say, hey, believe this because this is what we're telling you to believe. And people are like, hey, that's that's very fishy. Yeah. Um, it is a very poisonous two way street because people also now question legitimate reports or stories. Um, so it's hard to know really who to trust anymore. On one hand, you have a story like this and it's, you know, it's just full of holes nothing lines up with what's being pushed on you and you're expected to just kind of take everything at face value and just go yeah okay the news said he committed suicide so he committed suicide um you know no reason to look further into that because that's what they say and go about your day now it's not so much true so i guess what i'm saying is like i'm glad to see people are actually not let things that are distinct to high heaven and, and super fishy get swept under the rug anymore yeah. People are now looking at it and going, okay, listen, this isn't making sense. I'm, I'm, because I'm thinking about it myself now. How do all these things add up? 
Well, and I like that. Look at when you texted me because we're we have um, something that we're going to discuss at the end of the podcast. And when Chris texted me about it today, my first response was because he sent me an article, mm-hmm. and my first response was, "I don't know what this media outlet is." Is any other media outlet reporting this because I'm not going to we're not going to talk about something that's essentially coming from the National Enquirer and his response was HuffPost New York Times everybody's reporting it yep yep so uh, you know try to check my sources and again you know some you gotta you gotta be a little weary but yeah um, the people are talking about Epstein that is my favorite thing about it because he's been around for so long I've known about this gross island for years you know, it's not a secret. It's out there yeah. in the open. And if you look for it, you're going to find it. But the thing is, is who's looking for it? Mm-hmm. And the answer was nobody. Now he's in the major headline news. Now people are looking at it. Now people go, that's fucked up. We need to see justice. And I agree. We need to see justice and we need to see everyone involved with him go away. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, so on August 16th. 2019, Barbara Sampson, the New York City medical examiner, announced that Epstein's death had been ruled a suicide by hanging. Later, conflicting reports stated that the injuries Epstein sustained were as consistent, excuse me, were as consistent, if not more so, with strangulation or homicide as with suicide. However, Sampson's report found that there was no foul play in Epstein's death. Three of Epstein's lawyers expressed their dissatisfaction with Samson's conclusion of suicide. Having hired renowned forensic pathologist Dr. Michael Baden to observe the autopsy, they said they would be initiating their own investigation and will be providing a more detailed statement in the future. Baden observed Samson's autopsy when it was conducted. After the autopsy, he indicated that he was unable to comment due to gag orders filed by Samson's office and Epstein's estate. Gag orders are another thing. There should be no such thing, especially with autopsies. And pedophiles. <laughs> right. Well, also, like, <laughs> Convicted stop pedophiles. Having... Right, right. And here's the thing is, I bet you anything that this person doing this autopsy is connected to somebody he's connected with. And it's just another one of his associates doing autopsies. You know what I mean? And so, so they're just giving a doctor's so report. If if Epstein got swapped out at the hospital like you think, mm-hmm. then that could be the case. If that's the conspiracy theory you want to, you know, if that's the conspiracy path you want to go down, then yes, that makes sense. Otherwise, this medical examiner would in in the conspiracy world would be in the pocket of someone who benefits from Epstein dying and right, they are having them rule Epstein's death a suicide that's not what Epstein's I'm people right 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 yeah. um that's that's what i meant to be but convey okay. um and again here's another thing that's odd that i found out today was they never verified his dna with the death hmm Interesting. Why would you, right? Why yeah, Why exactly. would you ver- verify someone's, uh, them? Well, let's keep going, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> yeah, let's. On October 30th, 2019, Baden issued a report stating that Epstein's neck injuries were much more consistent with homicidal strangulation than suicide. 
he stated that Epstein had two fractures on the left and right side of his larynx, specifically the thyroid cartilage or Adam's apple, as well as one fracture on the left hyoid bone above the Adam's apple. In particular, this his hyoid bone, which was rarely broken in suicidal hangings, was broken in a way indicative of strangulation from behind. According to the autopsy files, Epstein also had contusions on both of his wrists, an abrasion on his left forearm, and deep muscle hemorrhaging of his left deltoid or shoulder. His brother Mark later suggested that he was handcuffed and struggled. Epstein also had hemorrhages in his eyes, which although not unheard of in hangings, are more common in strangulations. Baden also suggested that if there was a murderer, their DNA would be found on the ligature and urged that these results be reported quickly to give an idea and lessen the speculation, which is crazy to me because mm -hmm. how do how does he how is he going to have abrasions on his arms and then in the medical report you state no signs of a struggle right right yeah that's that's insane you're just not doing your job someone's paying you to not say it yeah and also i was happy to hear all this come out uh back in october because back in october it was already getting swept up mm-hmm it was already getting swept up, and and the, this news made it come back out in the light again, and it was a breath of fresh air to hit, see people go, oh yeah, hold on, he he didn't kill himself, right? And like I feel like that story it's was great the that, story yeah. that made the meme come alive that Epstein didn't kill himself. Meme. It's great that people won't let this die. Yeah, that's what makes me happy. I agree. People just won't let this go. Yes, like I want and they this shouldn't. to continue far into 2020 until yes. actual facts are given. Yep. Same. But speaking of, those are the facts as we know them. But all of the data and all of the coincidences add up to one centralized conspiracy theory. The meme that has swept the nation, <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. Yep. But if that's the case, then who did kill him? So here are some of the theories. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, baby. <laughs> Theory number one, the Clintons did it. Yep. It was stated that Bill Clinton was alleged to be a passenger multiple times on Epstein's private jet. And let's not sugarcoat it. Bill Clinton was on the logs 26 times when they were obtained. And he that's just the logs that three. were obtained. Right. But and yep. Bill Clinton has come out and said, I was only on that plane three times and it never went to the Virgin Islands. Yep. Oh, why, why does it show up 26 times on Bill? I don't know. I love Bill, but kind of fishy Bill. Uh, I don't know. Many believe Epstein is just <laughs> another member of the Clinton body count. And if you want to know more about the Clinton body count, feel free to join our Patreon. Mm -hmm. All tiers of our Patreon subscribers get access to include an exclusive minisodes. And one of the series are about the Clinton body count. Number two. The royal family of England did it. Mm -hmm. Prince Andrew was heavily implicated in this scandal. Senor jumps ahead, Chris strikes again. Yep, that was me. <laughs> and has been pretty much stripped of all royal duties and titles. But he had to know his name was going to get thrown around once Epstein got nabbed. So one could speculate that Epstein's death was arranged to stop further implication of the royal family 
Yep. And again, yeah, he did re- recently step out of the public eye, even stating uh, something along the lines of the false story is too dangerous to my, uh, or sorry, too damaging to my reputation. Mm-hmm. This false story, this false story where there are hard pictures of, oh my God. Correct. And like we, and like Chris made us talk about prematurely, also take into account that Prince Andrew did that awful interview with, I believe, the BBC. Yes. That's where the interviewer made him look like a fool with Epstein dead and Maxwell, Jizzy Lane Maxwell in hiding for fear of imprisonment and or worse. He could try and weave and uh, any tapestry he wanted, and there would be no one to refute his claims about not being close with Epstein. That backfired, as you know if you saw the interview, but still it would make sense that the royal family could have done it. Yeah, absolutely. And I only saw pieces of this, but holy cow, man, it was, it was funny as fuck to great. watch. Dude, watching that twat, man, basically being like, the pictures... Uh, and the accuser, they're fake, and and it's not me. And then the interviewer just like lean up to him with the picture and point right at his face, and be like, "So that's not you." That's you. And he's just like, "What?" what? And it's just like, <laughs> "Are you serious? You look like an absolute buffoon, you you dickhead." <laughs> oh my god, dude! But it was funny to watch yes. him sweat. Theory number three. All right. Someone else did it. A little broad, I know, but yeah. Remember what we said about the autopsy. Epstein had two fractures on the left and right side of his larynx, specifically the thyroid cartilage or Adam's apple, as well as one fracture on the left hyoid bone above the Adam's apple. In particular, his hyoid bone, which is rarely broken in suicidal hangings, was broken in a way indicative of strangulation from behind. According to the autopsy files, Epstein also had contusions on both of his wrists and an abrasion on his left forearm and deep muscle hemorrhaging of his left deltoid or shoulder. His brother Mark later suggested that he was handcuffed and struggled. Epstein also had hemorrhages in his eyes, which, although not unheard of in hangings, are more common in a strangulation. So yeah, basically the theory of a paid guard or a hitman with connections went in, took care of things when nobody was around, basically. Right, so... The thing that I found the most interesting were the broken bones in his neck because mm-hmm. the hi- the hyoid bone being broken and the other broken neck bones are actually commonly found in the targets of Mossad killings. Mm-hmm. And the Mossad, for those of you who don't know, uh, is pretty much the Israeli equivalent of the CIA. Now, I'm not saying that's who's done it. I like the Mossad. They're wonderful people. Um, I'm merely saying when I found that out, it was very interesting information. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's heavily suspected that he is connected to both Mossad and CIA. So, I mean, it's very much possible that one of them went, okay, he's a risk now. We go in and kill him. Right. But in reality, there are a lot of people that benefit from Epstein's death. There were rumors of tapes and evidence of all the people that had frequented Pedophile Island. So any one of a number of people had reason to and could have had killed him. Yeah. I And I was legitimately excited to see him going to face his day in court. Um, and yeah, when he, he was, was going to squeal like a pig. Yeah, absolutely. He was just like going to start pointing stuck, fingers. 
pig and everything was going to collapse and it was going to be amazing. He and, knew he had been gotten. Uh, there was yeah. no getting out of it. And he was just going to, he was going to take everyone down. He was going to kamikaze all of pedophile Island with him. Yep. And you know, it, that would have been still great. Needs, it still needs to happen. Um, so it's disappointing to find out that he was, uh, apparently suicided in his cell. Uh, <laughs> cause yeah, I, I, cause I didn't want to believe, I, I wanted to believe it was a lie when I heard it. I and I was, I was pretty upset when I found out that he was found dead. I was just mm-hmm. like, of course, of course I wasn't surprised, but I was upset. <laughs> well, Chris, do you know what time it is? Mm-hmm. I think is a time. It's devil's advocate time. Yeah. I love devil advocate time. Let's do this. <laughs> Look, people want to believe Epstein was murdered because people want to believe that there are some very powerful people doing very bad stuff because that's how it is in the movies. And that absolutely could be the case. But what is the likeliness of that? I mean, the cameras on the cell malfunctioned. Mm -hmm. But what about all the other cameras in the prison? So far, we have only heard about three cameras. But there are cameras in every corner of that prison. There's no way anyone could have gotten into the prison without being seen on a camera or having a lot of people involved in it cover it up. That's yeah. like that's the only way it could happen is there are exactly. a lot of people involved. Yep. And and just just like we've seen in the past, even if there is footage, they don't release it to the public to decide or to look it over or to view. Um, it's right. very reminiscent of the Pentagon attack on 9/11. Um you know, there was video footage of a plane hitting the Pentagon with parts taken out that were never released. Again, why the secrecy? If you want the public to trust you, when you get called out for pulling shit like this, you fess up. Mm-hmm. But instead, these people double down on the lie. They reverse it onto you, throwing words like conspiracy theorist at you, and hope that the label sticks so that basically you're shunned by everyone else for asking the inconvenient questions. That's fair. You know, and I, for one, I'm pretty sick of it. Cause I want to see, I'm I'm mad. I'm mad. Cause I want to see all the footage from that day of his death, but instead we're told cameras malfunction. Also, you can't see any footage from that day. Sorry. And and then we're told to not ask questions like, fuck that man. I have questions. Everyone has questions. And thankfully uh, we all have questions. And, and again, I'm just thankful that people aren't letting this die. Yes. But, again, back to being devil's advocate, it's one thing if you have a guard, one guard, go and kill him and turn off the cameras. But you have two guards allegedly sleeping on the job. So let's say now they're both involved. What keeps them from blowing the whistle once they get indicted? Because they were both brought up on charges. And what about the warden? Involved or not? Because the warden is supposed to know everything happening in prison, in the prison, right? Like, all the other theories are based on movies, so look at the warden in any prison movie. They know everything that's going on, you have to bust your ass to get one over on them, or pay them a shit ton of money. And when you're that powerful as a prison warden, wouldn't you have a contingency plan? So, just in case the guards you recruited get into trouble and point the finger at you. Yep. Well, not this warden, apparently. Also, these people... Uh, mentioned have a court date involving all this in April. So 
maybe hopefully more things will come to light or we'll find them dead before then. So one of the two. Yeah. Probably the latter, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, also, I'd like to throw a devil's advocate out there. Sure. Um, and that is going back to the whole cell thing. So people think that he was not killed in that cell, but was taken out of there and someone was basically left in his place um basically like someone else was left in his place a lookalike um people suspect that he's basically safely back either in israel laying low or another place under a new identity um usually i think claims like this are crazy but you know my motto if there are pictures cooperating this then i'm a little bit more on board Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna present you with this first picture that i found um okay basically as you can see this is jeffrey epstein on a gurney and if you're not watching this on youtube we'll have this on our instagram maybe if it doesn't yeah, get taken we'll, down i guess we'll definitely post it on instagram yeah so until it's they, basically yeah, until they get us. yeah it's his body on a gurney um at what's uh, it's supposed to be a hospital now this was posted by the new york post a website that has been caught in numerous of lies within the past few years the thing that gets pointed out uh the most here on the body is that they don't have the same ear and nose shape um, and I agree, but I think that's not enough for me. Right. So, you know, I, you know, could be just a weird yeah. angle on the photo, right. something, right. It's a, it's one picture and that's all we have. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was hit with this picture up on your screen now, up on your screen now. And this, this one is the full picture used by the New York post when reporting on Epstein's death. Um, now notice how things in this picture are not consistent with the photo of someone being rushed into a hospital. It looks fake or staged. And the purpose of putting something out for the masses is, uh, basically they're putting something out for the masses to consume. They go, Oh, look, here's his body. Guess there's no question that he's dead. Right. Right. Um, but you know, there's so many things out of place here from the compression air hose to the size of the head that's two times larger than any officer or paramedic in the photo, to the sign that says, please turn off engines when ambulances are not legally allowed to turn off engines. So again, I'm a little bit more persuaded by pictures being in the loop. Um, I'll also say to back this theory up that uh, the DNA evidence in this case has never been delivered. Basically, that got swept under a rug. So can't use the body's dna if you don't you know you can't use the body D- you can't jesus you can't use the body's dna if, if it's, it's not, not him. his <laughs> right yeah so it's you know it's a lot lot to think about yeah well and that's essentially what i was saying too you know the, the more people you have involved in the prison it gets more and more complicated and all i'm saying is th- there are a lot of moving parts to something that quite possibly could have been a suicide Right. But who am I to say anything? And plus, I think he was murdered, so. Yeah, same, dude. So, (laughs) also, while working on this uh, episode today, and I'm glad that I um, procrastinated, as usual, to work Mm -hmm. on the story, because working on it. Sometimes it pays off. It does pay off, because I had breaking news from today, which today is December 19th. Um so basically way to break the fourth wall chris right yeah i know sorry y'all um 
But basically, the story of it was surveillance video of Jeffrey Epstein's first suicide attempt goes missing from the Manhattan jail where he was found dead. Now, and this that was, was the, the first suicide time. attempt that took place in July. Correct. Correct. So surveillance video of Jeffrey Epstein's suicide attempt in jail has been, has vanished. Prosecutors revealed this on Wednesday. Uh, officials could not locate the footage from outside Epstein's cell at Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York from his suicide attempt on July 23rd. Authorities have no explanation for how or why footage went missing. In an attempt, Epstein was found with neck injuries and accused his cellmate Nick uh, you're gonna Tartaglioni. Have Thank you. Of attacking him. Tartaglioni. Uh, t- requested that the jail footage be preserved as evidence. So this guy requested <laughs> that that evidence be kept because mm-hmm. he says, hey, he didn't do it. that's going to keep me clean. Right. Keep this. And now it's gone. And now they can very well probably either pin this murder on him or what have you or yeah. charge him for assault. Make him go bye-bye, basically. Leaves the door wide open for a lot of things. Yes, it does. So, now, that is where we will wrap up this time on the Mystery in Our History podcast. However, this is a story that Chris and I will be following for however long it needs to be followed. Mm -hmm. And so, if there are any days where special or news, breaking news comes to light, Chris and I will do a mini-sode <clears throat> that will get released on like a Thursday uh, for everyone we won't do it on Patreon this will just be a, a bonus episode for all of our viewers and subscribers um, so that we can actually keep you guys in check and, and yeah, yeah. Um, or up to date I should say <laughs> yeah we want to keep everyone fresh we want to keep everyone talking about it that's the point and if you're listening I urge you to keep people talking about it as well don't let this fall down the memory hole they say yes so thanks for listening everybody and we will see you next time yes goodbye bye hey guys thanks for listening uh, if you have any urban legends or conspiracy theories that you think we should cover feel free to email us at the number four guys media network at gmail.com if you like what we're doing don't forget to subscribe to the four guys media network youtube channel for all of our other projects And uh, if you want to watch another episode, feel free to just click right here. Okay. Uh, Please make sure to subscribe, rate us on iTunes, or check us out on SoundCloud by searching M-I-O-H-Pod. That's all one word. Lastly, um, we'd love for you to check out our Patreon page, Number 4 Guys Media Network, for access to exclusive content like minisodes and much more. And that's not just for Mystery in Our History. That's for all of our shows on all of this uh, platform. Uh, We love doing this, and we want to keep providing great content for you guys. And we'd like to do it without interrupting the show with YouTube ads. So your donations are greatly appreciated. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Mystery in Our History podcast.